Welcome to the Daily Naked Pair Podcast, brought to you by Rocco Blue, the first ever brand focused on supporting parents with special needs children. Naked Parent Nation is a group of parents with special needs children who are willing to get vulnerable, strip it all down, and take a look at ourselves, our parenting, our family, and our plans to create a life beyond our wildest dreams. Hello, Naked Parent Nation, and welcome to the daily show of Naked Parent Podcast. My name's Chad Ratliff. I'm your host, as always, but not as always. We have Isa on the line today, and I'm excited for you to hear her story. She is the mom of two dashing boys. Her eldest is four years old, now diagnosed with autism, and her youngest is turning six months old. So at the start of the pandemic, Isa decided to leave her corporate job and tried working from home. And luckily, she found her passion for social media management and was happy to have the opportunity to work while being at home with her two boys. Her husband's currently overseas working as a waiter on a cruise ship, and it's in challenging balancing life and career and family while breastfeeding, and as many of you know, the story goes on and on, and the tasks are never-ending. So where does she sleep? Where does she have time to work? And that's what we're going to talk about today, and we're also going to talk about how do we enjoy time with our kids when it can be very challenging. So, Isa, thanks for being on the show today. Welcome. Yes, I'm happy to be here also. Thank you. You're calling in from the Philippines, is that correct? Yes, I am from the Philippines. And I'm curious, how is um, special needs support in the Philippines? How do you feel your support has been so far? Well, my son uh, is one of the members of the persons with with disability here in our country. So I am not much aware with the um, benefits or how does the government can support. But I know there's a support from the government. It's just that I'm not tried those support yet. So, yeah. And do you have like family support or are you, you know, with your husband being overseas, do you have any other support or is it just you and your two kids? It's just. Um, me and my husband supporting the needs of my kids, especially uh, my eldest, uh, whose name is Aki, or just the one who supports his needs when it comes to therapies, um, diet, and medicines. Wow, that's a lot to take on. Yes. Yeah. Or when did you know that something was different or something maybe was different uh, with your child that's been diagnosed with autism? It was um, the time when he was two years old and five months. So those time, he has a weak immune system since my husband has an asthma. So he inherited that kind of uh, disease. So uh, on that time, like every month, we go to our pedia doctor for him to be checked up. And then one time, like out of the blue, the doctor asked me, um, what's my son's name? So I told him that it's Aki. So he keeps on calling Aki, like, Aki, Aki, Aki. And my son doesn't respond at all. And he doesn't have eye contact. So he told me that those are red flags. 
if I will consider to have a visit to a neurodevelopmental pedia, that would be great so that at least there's a confirmation if there's something wrong with my child or none. So I didn't um, take it as an insult or any negativity about that. I just followed the advice of the doctor. So I think we get a schedule like two weeks after that visit. And then that's the time that the neurodevelopmental pedia confirmed that my son has an autism. How did you react? That is so heartbreaking. Like I cried when we got home. I questioned myself, where did I go wrong? What happened? Is this a new challenge from God that he thinks I can go through? I can fight? So it's really hard. Like up until now, I still question myself, but that diverts along the way. Like as I go along, that negativity decreases and it turns out into positivity that uh, why should I still focus on what's wrong or what my child cannot do? I should go along. I should fight because that uh, child alone is, you can see in his eyes that she is trying. She's doing all his best. So might as well, I do that too, right? Oh, it's such a great attitude. It's really a heartbreaking moment. I mean, there's no other way around it. And I'm glad that you're finding some peace and um, a new way to look at your life and journey because I don't know how, how else to say it. It's just so hard. But I do know that there is relief on the other side of that pain and anxiety and, you know, questioning ourselves is a really beautiful life. So that's part of the reason that the show is created is to kind of reach people like myself out there who are heartbroken and kind of love that person back to life because it's devastating. Um, So I appreciate you sharing that with us. What has been difficult so far with the unique needs now that your child has? Um, I think from time to time is that when he has uh, frustrations, when he sudden cries. So before, like, I panic. I don't know how, what to do. I don't know how to um, stop the crying. So along the way, like, with the help of other parents, other advices from the therapist, every time he, he's frustrated, I'll just listen to him. Like, okay, and I'll stop crying. I'll just shut myself and hug him so tight and then after an hour or 30 minutes it will be all done so i think that's the most difficult part because you know he's still non-verbal so you don't know what's the cause of the cry you can get an answer what is there something about him that i feel hurt or Is there something that, you know, I just don't know. It's just that it's a mommy instinct that every time he cries, I'll just go to him. I stop whatever I do, whatever I am doing that time. I'll just go to him, hug him and like comfort him so that he can feel that I am on his side every time he's struggling and he feels hurt. Yeah. And I'm not sure if if I'll get some negative feedback for this, but for me, my child, one of them didn't sleep at all and i was like losing my mind because i couldn't i wasn't sleeping and my child crying at nights giving me anxiety 
And what I started doing when I wasn't very um, at peace with myself was I'd put music on, I'd put headphones on Mm -hmm. and hold my baby because I just couldn't take any more screaming. So the, the headphones helped to soften that and it gave me less anxiety and I could just kind of like hold my child. And that was something that has gotten me through long crying spells because it's just, that's another heartbreaking thing when you're, when your baby's crying, you're trying to help them. So what's something that's, um, that you're excited about right now? What are you working on that you're excited about? Well, of course, I'm always looking forward to the, to that time where he will be able to speak because that's my main goal. And at the same time, I am looking forward to um, help him to become independent, to decide on his own, whatever he wants to be when he grow up. Of course, I will support him with that. So now I can see a lot of improvement with him through therapies, through follow-up activity here at home, through proper medication, proper diet. It's a lot of improvement with him. And I'm very excited every day because um, he keeps on surprising us. Like sometimes he will just say words like octopus. (laughs) And Uh then, then if you will try to let him repeat that word, of course, he will not do that. So, okay. Yeah. Time will, um, that's good. I mean, there's a lot of words that we're looking forward. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. And how are you taking care of yourself? I always give time for myself every day because, you know, when I wake up, I attend with my youngest to breastfeed him. And then after that, I let me and Aki to have our follow-up activity, just like um, a one hour or two hours, then another, then time for work, then babies again, then household chores. So I make it a point that I still have some time for myself. So what I do is I watch Korean dramas, <laughs> Korean movies. Like that's my therapy. So it's like uh, one hour. So every time there's, uh, okay, I'll just um, give myself a one hour break. I will watch a key drama or a Korean drama or a Korean movie just for an hour. So after that, like I feel refreshed. Okay, let's start again. Let's go, let's go back to the battle. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'm glad you found something that that gives you uh, a break. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. It's so important. Let's talk a little bit about spending time with our children because sometimes it's difficult to be with our children when they're crying, like we were just talking about, right? Yes. And sometimes I feel guilty because I'm like, I don't know how to have fun with my child. You know, I, if I can't do this or that, or if I'm not, you know, if I don't feel like they're understanding what I'm reading, or if we can't play with the ball or something, then (laughs) what do we do? Do you have any of those challenges? Yes, of course. Every day, like we, I give my child a follow-up activity. That's our playtime. So that's the advice of his therapist, his occupational therapist and speech therapist to have a follow-up every day. Even if I am tired or sleepy, still I'll do that. Because it's a kind of play. Like I will teach him how to play this toy because what he do is like he just line up the toys, then he's happy about that. 
So, you know, dismissing the function of that term. So, yeah, what we do is like we paint, we draw, uh, reading, uh, he's not much interested to that <laughs> right now, but I still give like a one minute or two minute reading time with him so that, you know, he gets the hang of it because, you know, uh, autism should uh, be relied mostly on routines, right? So, yeah, I give him like a one minute or two minute uh, reading time. And then we also write his name, we draw, we draw different shapes, numbers, and letters. He loves letters. Like, he can, like, match a letter with a corresponding word, like A, apple. Um, he can, yeah, he can match it easily. So, it's very good in academics. And uh, he loves activities, like a moving around activities, uh, movement-based uh, activities, like crossing the bridge. So ah. we set up a kind of chairs, and then he crossed that. Uh, we call that the crossing the bridge, putting ah. one object to another object. So that that's our kind of play. Like everything here in our home becomes uh, plays a lot of role when it comes to our playing time. Ah, you sound yeah. like a wonderful mom. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. It sounds like your son knows more than he shows that he knows. Yes, yes, yes. He I just doesn't know how to show you everything that he understands. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Yes. Oh, that's sweet. So it's just it's just a challenge to learn how to communicate in a different way to pull those things from these amazing children. Yes. And like I said, you sound like an amazing mom. So, I mean, <laughs> I never thought that making a bridge in your house would sound fun, but it does. <laughs> Yeah, the sofa. Thanks to the sofas. They're the bridge. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And then how does your son react to the baby? Does he acknowledge the baby or does he? Um, During the first months, he keeps on crying every night. Like he wants attention, something mm -hmm. like that, because um, out of nowhere, he will cry. So we don't know what's happening to him. But as we go along, I've found a trick that I should always make them to be in one room. So in our bedroom, like he's playing there. So I'll enter the room with my youngest and we'll play with him. So I think that helped a lot because right now when I say, oh, Aki, kiss baby Zach, then he will kiss his baby brother. So now he uh, he's still on the process of getting to know uh, his um baby brother so yeah uh, it's super sweet like uh, before i still need to put uh to point the my youngest so that he knows who, who is the person who will kiss so i need to point at my youngest baby but now when i just say kiss baby sock just the name of his baby brother he knows already so he will go to the he will go uh, to my uh, youngest son and he will kiss him so he's very uh, sweet it's very sweet and do you notice yes. that uh, your baby is different as a baby than his older brother? Or you said your baby's name is Zach? Yes. Is Zach different as a baby than than Addie? How do you say Addie? Yeah. Aki. A-K-I. Uh, A-K-I. Yeah. Is Zach different than Aki was as a baby? When or? he was a baby, yes, definitely. A lot of different because when I look back, with Aki, with how Aki was a, a baby that time, like he doesn't respond to like faces 
like when you make some silly faces he doesn't rip he doesn't laugh like that uh-huh. so right now i think they're very different with each other yeah <laughs> that must be a relief a little yes like during my pregnancy i'm very careful with what food or what medicine should i take because you know i don't want my youngest to be have that condition as well because it's not that i am too tired with uh with what my life right now is but it's just i don't want him have difficulties with other stuff i just want him to be normal so that he can do whatever he wants and he can also help his older brother to adjust his life with a normal atmosphere do you mind if i ask you a personal question i know i've yeah, already asked sure. a personal question <laughs> do you think it's your fault that your son has special needs yeah I think I don't know what did I do wrong but of course because I'm the one who carried him for nine months so I still have some thoughts in my mind that it's my fault but uh, my husband and my relatives uh, always gives me uh, a positive thought that it's not your fault like it happens because it happens so what just need to do is to fight with him to be with him so that he will not feel that there's something wrong with him or you know i just don't want to pass what negative vibe in my mind to be passed to my son so i don't want that to happen just i mean for whatever it's worth i don't think it's your fault you seem like <laughs> you sound like a wonderful mom and um i don't know why this happens i would love to know one day but i don't think it has to do with you having done something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, you sound like an amazing mom and I think your kids are lucky to have you. <laughs> Thank um you. So what's next? Is there anything that you wish you knew then that you know now? Have you learned? Yeah, a lot because I'm just seeing any improvement with my child just um like a year ago uh, when I decided to uh, leave my corporate job because you know my corporate job is like working in a hotel so i was a front office supervisor then so you know working filling out the duties of being the head of the department attending with the guests bosses so you know like when i uh, go home i don't have much energy to play with him so i'll just sleep and then tomorrow same routine so like we have no time to get to know each other so when the pandemic started that's the time that i've decided to leave the corporate job and drive working at home so luckily i found a, a new industry a new passion that i can have the opportunity to still work earn money and at the same time to be with my kids so during the pandemic i only have happy that time so we have a lot of time to play that's the time we're go- we're having some mini bonding time to know each other what i wish uh, that i know before is that a different types of creativity when it comes to play because he loves um a unique type of play so i wish that i knew that before so that i think it will help him a lot with his speech problem and how to interact with the normal plays or the how to do some tasks in his life. So I think that's what 
I wanted to know before so that I can help him. But right now, I'm still happy. Observe a lot of difference with him. Like, he can now eat alone. There's no difficulty when it comes to nap time and sleeping time in the evening. I'm so happy with that. So, yes. Yeah. That's great. I wish I knew all those tricks, those routines before when I was still working in a corporate job. And I I hope that I did, um, even though I am, I'm tired, I hope that I give him a lot of time so that, you know, I can play with him and I can help him to improve his um, daily activities. Yeah, sounds great. And how about the next thing for you? What's the next thing that you want to add for your well-being to your self-care? Right now, I'm just enjoying Korean drama. So I think I will stay with there. And with my plans or what I'm looking forward with our family is that Aki just started taking special education classes. So he is more matured get as we go along. So I'm just looking forward and my plans is just to be more creative when it comes to our activity time. Yeah, that's great. So, I saw that your favorite quote of yours is, if you can dream it, you can do it. Yes, it's a Walt Disney quote. Well, I always believe in that because, you know, I'm a person that I always imagine things that uh, what will happen in the future. So every time I read that quote, it gives me motivation to really achieve that what my dreams are all about. So I'm looking forward for Aki to be more independent. I'm looking forward for him to say a lot of words, like we have a very good and deep conversation. So how can I do that? Of course, I need to take actions, right? So, yeah. I love that. It, it <laughs> means that anything's possible. And I think yes. that, that was the great motto of Walt Disney and is that anything's possible. Yes. <laughs> I'm so thankful that you took the time to be on the show with us today and share your story. I know it it can be challenging, but it can be beautiful as well. And it sounds like there's a lot of great things happening in your home. And it sounds like there's a lot of love in your home. Yes, thank you so much. So I would love for you to stay in touch with the show and, and we you know kind of hear how you're doing down the road, if if that's okay with you. Yes, of course. All right. Well, I wish you and your family all the best and a healthy time through this pandemic. And I wish you a wonderful day. Yeah, you too. Thank it's you so much for having there, me. Huh? It's late. Yes, it's late. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time, though. I appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. This concludes our show for today, and I'd like to personally thank you for spending the time with us on a topic near and dear to our hearts. If you'd like to be part of the Naked Parent Nation and help us reach those parents that are struggling and overwhelmed, there's no better way to help than by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show on iTunes. iTunes highlights the shows based on these metrics, and the more the show gets highlighted, the more opportunities people will have to be introduced to the show where they can hear that message of hope or that tip that can change everything. So follow the link in our show notes and we hope to have you back here tomorrow where we'll do it again. From the team here at the Naked Parent Podcast, we wish you the life you've always dreamed of and then some. So long. So long.